Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. I had the uh, falling dream again last night, by the way. Your recurring nightmare. We talked about those last week. I was signing papers uh, by the beach. And the papers started to blow away. <laughs> and That's I was, just a bad decision to begin with. Yeah, I know, very bad. I was closing a deal of some sort. <laughs> I don't remember exactly what it was. All well, the deals we close in by this the business. Beach, yes. Yeah, by the beach. You know what? I will endorse your product, my friend. Let me sign here on the dotted line. And the, the papers started Whoa! to go. Yeah, so I run to get the papers, and I go off a cliff. And then you're... <laughs> and I was high. I mean, I was high up in the air. You're like and a Tory Pines yes, when you go by the cliff. And I'm falling towards the ground, and then... I wake up, mm. and I'm like, what? And I had the night before, I had the loose tooth. I, I woke up wheeling mm. my tooth. Something's going on in this old dome of mine, my friends. But I forgot. It just popped into my head that I yeah, was signing some deal that I closed <laughs> and uh, fell off a cliff. So I don't know what that means, but it wasn't great. Uh, it's Ben and Woods. Uh, good to have you with us here on a Thursday morning. we got NFL football for you later tonight. Uh, what's the Thursday night matchup? It's Jaguars the and, and the Jags. Saints. Wow. From uh, the big, easy New Orleans coverage at 4.30 tonight after uh, the shortened Gwyn and Chris program today on 97.3 The Fan. Uh, we were just talking about the American League Championship Series. Definitely got a credit, though, to the other side and Christian Javier, who has been really oh great God. in the playoffs for the Astros so far. Did you know, I, I went through, he, they, they got a little damage at the bottom of the order, but the top six hitters in Texas's fearsome lineup ended up going two for 22 in that game yesterday. Two for 22. His, um, his scoreless streak, 20 and a third inning scoreless streak, 14 of the first 15 batters he retired yesterday. Nice to be able to throw that guy out, Ben, in a game three and go out and, and handle business. Uh, Max Scherzer is now sporting the 11.25 uh, ERA after melting down in the postseason for the, the second straight year. Uh, five runs on five hits. But, yeah, I, I don't know what you do if you're Bruce Bochy, Ben, because – you're going to need Max Scherzer. If Max Scherzer is healthy and you say he is, is he? Is this a bit of a moment chase? You know, I always blame Dave Roberts for moment chasing instead of actually going out and trying to win a game. When you acquire Max Scherzer, you need to pitch Max Scherzer, I would imagine. That if you're Bruce Bochy, if you're Chris Young, we went out and got this guy. He's our starter. Can you throw him out there in good conscience again? Or do you move him potentially to the bullpen and make a switch with uh, Andrew Haney or a Dane yeah, Dunning? That's, a, and- that's an interesting suggestion because it, it certainly looked like that fastball could play yes. in a short stint out of the bullpen, an inning or two but out of the pen. If they put Haney out there, for example, 
and he gives up five over four innings. Doesn't Bochy get just killed by the fan base? Yeah, because you have Max like, bro, Scherzer. He's just sitting there. Max what are you Scherzer's, doing? Like, you mean for yesterday's yeah, game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, like, you have to pitch him. That's I, the thing. I think, ultimately, the goal is you're trying to win a World Series. And your best chance of doing that is if Max Scherzer gets locked in for a couple of starts. Because when he does, he can give you seven, eight innings, shut out, no problem. And you need that against really good lineups. I mean, like we're not talking about last... throwing out Manaya or Clevenger out this there. This isn't, but we're not also not talking about Max Scherzer of ten that's years. That's true. Ten it's years true. ago. But that's so... why, as you said, that's why you acquired him. You know, you you wouldn't count on that from him for a whole season. But I think the thought is, hey, if we can just get two or three really great starts out of Scherzer in the postseason, that could be enough to lift us with the rest of the team that we have to the championship. I just feel like it's it's uh, a bit of wishful thinking right now. And, and listen, I know that, that Friedman and Roberts wanted to get just four good innings out of Clayton Kershaw uh, in the postseason, and that, that did not work out uh, either. So I don't... I don't know what you do. I don't know what you do if you're Bruce Bochy, but you've got two really good starters that you can count on. And then after that, I think that's probably pretty standard. Padres know that feeling well. We, that's happened to us in playoffs. We've got two guys we can count on. The rest is a bit of a crapshoot. Even, maybe even three guys in our case we could have counted on when we were in the playoffs. After that, it was, hey, we'll see what happens. Um, so I, I just don't know what you do. I think he would play out of the bullpen. Would he be down to do it? I think he would. I think if Max Scherzer is professional enough that Boach said, hey, hey, next time in in your next start, we'd like to actually do an opener or whatever and like let's see what you so got. I saw his teammate Nathan Nivaldi was asked that question like in one of those interviews. Hey, if they needed you out of the pen, whatever they need. What, like, as fast want. as you get there. Whatever, Wait, you mean he, whatever they need. He, you know, he didn't say I don't get my numbers there? How refreshing <laughs> is that? The other big stat uh, that kind of blew my mind last night: Jose Altuve hit his 25th career playoff home run. Banana, five foot, whatever. Jose Altuve, the little guy, short king, dude. Second all time in playoff home runs in baseball history. Little little guy. That is un. Second all time to Manny Ramirez, I believe it was, has 29, and and Jose Altuve now with 25 postseason home runs in his life. Now. You're comparing, you can't compare eras anymore when you have a postseason in which you play three wild card games, sure. or a division a series, a championship series, and a world series. It's a lot different than back in the day when you were just playing a world series or maybe at most a championship series in a world series. Didn't get to the playoffs as often. And when you got there, they were a lot shorter. So you could not put up the kind of numbers that guys in the modern era can put up in playoff baseball. Still, that, that being said, there's a lot of power hitters on good teams, and he's got 25 home runs in the postseason. That, that, yeah, that being said, a lot of guys have had uh, the same number of at bats that haven't hit 25 dongs uh, in their career in the postseason. He turns those fastballs around, the likes of which, still at this stage in his career, I mean, a ball was up, and he just. Boop, Turns on it. Some of the fastest hands I've little, ever little seen. Little what we saw more from Hassan Kim. Now Hassan Kim's much bigger than yeah. than Jose Altuve. He see he reads small on the San Diego Padres. Sure. He's not, but the way that he started, kind of you know when he has power and turns on a little bit, uh, saw a little bit of that uh, this season from Hassan Kim. So uh, we got real or fake coming up here in a second. Eight three three two eight eight zero ninety seven three. We're going to qualify a listener for Las Vegas uh, today is also game three of the National League Championship Series. That's a 207 start. So if you're a an Arizona Diamondbacks fan, just got to leave work early, 
and head down to Chase Field for an afternoon playoff game. Won't cost you much. Won't Thursday. cost you much at all. <laughs> it's uh, tickets low as uh, seven dollars. I saw for the uh, NLCS seven dollars ninety eight dollars service, service charge. Fee. Yeah, it's going to run you a hundred bucks, <laughs> but uh, the the base price is seven. I looked on TickPick this morning, which. They are uh, their whole bit is no service fees. The price you see is the price you get. Okay, and the cheapest I think was twenty three dollars, yeah. maybe twenty five dollars. Not too shabby for a uh, an NLCS game. Now, That's weird. To you're me. also going to watch Brandon Fott, and he's been good in the postseason uh, pitching. A guy probably no one envisioned three months ago starting Game Three of a National League Championship. <laughs> Had a really series. nice outing uh, yeah, his did. last one, but yeah, this is this is going to be uh, an interesting. Who's he going up against? Ranger, Ranger Suarez, and you know, been good. The Phillies bullpen at some point they've used him. Yeah, you know, he he had the short start the first time when they didn't tell him when Rob Thompson <laughs> what didn't let him know that he was going to pull him early, and then he had the next start. I think he went five yep. plus. And that worked well, so you know that you can go either way now with Ranger Suarez. My guess is, with no off days though, the next couple of days you're going to want a little, want more, a little more out of Ranger Suarez and not go straight to the bullpen. Then again, you get ahead, you win this game, you do whatever you can because three zero is you can, devastating. You can really pretty much win the series today if you up three nothing. Yeah, I, I do. Fillers. I like that idea. I do think Ben that that you know if you get a lead, you have to manage it like. It's a closeout game, and you want to go up three nothing. You just absolutely want to go. You don't want. You do not want to go back to Philadelphia. Worst case as scenario, much as if, you, you, love if you win this game, even if you have to use some of your higher end bullpen guys, you don't have to pitch them all tomorrow. Correct. If you, if you lost game four and it was three one, you still have three more games. Two of them at home still to come. You're in. You'll still have Wheeler and Nola set up for starts. Uh, you'd be in phenomenal position if you win this game today. No doubt. And you're the Philadelphia Phillies. No question about it. Looking forward to both of those today. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the Phillies, look they look like a juggernaut, but stranger things stranger things have happened. One other note, and I was a little worried, because they didn't want to start the game so early in Arizona, it's a two oh seven start, and I thought, oh, there's going to be some overlap. I hate that, because the next game starts three hours after. But... Have you noticed that the average time of game in the play, in the playoffs has been just under three hours? The the rules, the new rules, have been just as effective in the postseason, mm-hmm. where games had been stretching over three and a half hours in recent years into the playoffs. And there have only been, I think I saw yesterday, there was one pitch clock violation yesterday. There's yep. been five of them in the playoffs. That and none of them have been that consequential. Out of thousands, like. Thousands of pitches that have been thrown in the playoffs. There's been five violations in their entirety. Guys have adjusted really well, both both pitchers and batters, over the course of the season to the new rules. And now we've got, I think, a better game. It really has helped the game tremendously. It really has. I'm happy to be wrong on it. I, I, I said early in the season, I can see how it will help, but I'm just not a fan of it. And then the... When you're watching two and a half, three hour games on a Tuesday night, you're like, "All right, I'm I'm a fan of this. It just it's a better pace." You really don't notice it. You really don't. You really don't. You did the beginning. You did you, you the beginning. Yeah. You don't it took know. A couple of weeks. <laughs> you saw guys getting frustrated and and you know trying to find their way and uh, yeah. And then it, you get used to that two and a half hour, two forty five. Feels so good, man. It I mean, really does. Now when you watch football, football, college football, especially, you're like. What are we doing here, dude? Like, I can't. I don't have. I don't have six hours to watch a football yeah. game. It like, feels everything feels longer. Things can change. Extra innings, s- slower, just a naturally slower pace on some nights. But when the Padres start at six forty, 
you know you're asleep and this thing's over by 9.30. Yeah. It's great. It's really, really great. Fine. Looks like totally fine with it. Got some contestants on the line. Let's get to it. It's time to play real or fake. Some are here for the compelling sports talk with Ben and Woods. Yeah, you can go plow through another donut. It's time for Real or Fake on 97.3 The Fan. Uh, tell the people what they'll win today. All right, we're playing to qualify for a two-night stay at the Westgate Las Vegas and tickets to Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons. You can get your own tickets and VIP packages at Ticketmaster.com and check out the $70 million in room renovations at the Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino, bringing back the legendary Vegas fun. All right, Paulie answered this one. Is this uh, Manos? Who's this? Miles. 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 Oh, we got a young contestant. Can you go to Vegas, Miles? Are you old enough are you to, go to, to go to Vegas? Uh, yeah, with my parents. All right. Your parents are there. <laughs> they can help you out. It's actually a good category for Miles. Today on Real or Fake, Miles, with Halloween right around the corner, we're going with a candy-themed Real or Fake. <laughs> oh, I like this. Specifically, flavors of Jelly Belly jelly beans. Ooh, delicious. So, Miles, I'm going to give you a flavor. You tell me if it's a real flavor, they, they make it Jelly Belly, or a fake I've made up for our game. Yeah, understand how we're playing, Come on, Miles? Miles? Let's go. Yeah. All right. Uh, you, Woods can help you as well. I don't know how, how much he likes Jelly Bellies, Come but on. he does. All right, here we go. Round number one. You need four out of seven right to uh, qualify for the trip to Las Vegas. Round number okay. one, Miles. Real or fake Jelly Belly? Cantaloupe. Real or fake? Cantaloupe. Real. Yes, real. real. I yeah. hate that one. Delicious. I do not like Love cantaloupe. cantaloupe. Not Love a fan. It. Suck it down. All right, that's one easy, easy peasy. All right, round number two, Miles. Real or fake? Gin and tonic. Real or fake? Flavor. I'm going to go with fake. Yeah, you think so? No, they actually do make a uh, cocktail series of Jelly Bellies, and gin and tonic is a real flavor. Oh, so. That is uh, one and one as we go to round number three. All right, real or fake? Strawberry cheesecake. Real or real. fake? Real. His oh, face fast. I, wow. He does not take any time. He knows his, what he wants, and he goes for it, and he is correct. He is now uh, two correct Halfway answers there. away. All right, here we go. Round number four. Chili mango. Real or fake oh. flavor? Chili mango. I'm guessing fake. He's guessing fake. No, it's real again. <laughs> so far, it's been a lot of real. All right, we're two and two. Got to get two out of the last three right. Peanut butter honey. Real or fake, Miles? Peanut butter honey. Fake? That is fake. There's no peanut butter flavors. Maybe it's an allergy thing. They don't want to put them in the bag, but yeah, there are no peanut butter jelly bellies. So you're now one win away from uh, qualifying for the trip to Las Vegas. All right. Real or fake, Miles? Jelly belly flavor. Cappuccino. Real or fake? Real. Yeah, real. Wow. Miles, nice job. Well done. Knocked it out of the park, buddy. Good boy, Miles. Very nice. Uh, last one, just for everyone's uh, enjoyment. Salsa. Real. I've had it. Miles, what do you think? Yeah, I'm guessing real. No, it's fake. Damn it, I thought I've had it. You've had it? No, there's no salsa. Maybe I've had the chili one. Chili mango, maybe. maybe. It's got some, there's some spices, but there's no salsa tomato flavor. All right, Miles, get your parents on the line because uh, we'll need to take down some of their information. Put them in the drawing to Vegas. I don't know. what If they win Vegas and then they don't take you. I hope they buy you something nice <laughs> at the end of the month because uh, you just played an excellent game of real or fake here on a throwback Thursday. Yeah, really well done, buddy. Yeah. All right, uh, we've got Don't Do This coming up next. I, um... Do you want to talk about 
That Chargers fan that's been everywhere? No. Okay. Not even in the slightest. Not even a little bit? Could not care less. No care? I literally couldn't care less. I will just say I was shocked that it became such a big thing. How about this story then? Something that the Padres should be extremely concerned about at the moment. Do that when we come back with Ben Woods on San Diego's number one sports station. Check traffic right now on 97.3 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Don't do this. I got a little surprise for you, don't, don't do this. Listen, if I'm, if I'm something, something bad, I mean, tell me I'm a bad boy. You know, just tell me I'm a bad boy. Why? Just why? I get the argument. You don't have to explain it to me. I'm not a moron. Let me tell you why I am a dumbass. It's time for Don't Do This. Don't do this. On 97.3 The Fan. Can tune in to kick off with Boomer and Valenti every week. Boomer Science and Mike Valenti previewing the entire slate of NFL games. Analysis, picks, and more. You can listen every Friday night. That's tomorrow, 6 p.m. here on 97.3 The Fan. Why is my camera looking at you when it should be looking at me? <laughs> Two of me on the screen. There it's double woods. It's unsettling. All right, my wife's nightmare. Hi, Two hi. of me. <laughs> well, she got two of me. She had three of me, actually. <laughs> Boomer and Valenti presented nationally by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos brought to you by those who drink it and by Lowe's. Lowe's knows home improvement. All right, I will get us started. The story that I said the Padre should be extremely concerned about right now because, uh, once again, yesterday, robbers hit another Mm. Major League Baseball facility in the Dominican Republic. This time it was the Detroit Tigers complex that was robbed. Uh, let's see, four people uh, entered with guns, restrained a security guard, went to the players' room to steal valuables and cash. They also tried to make off with a safe but were unsuccessful. The robbery happened days after the Cardinals complex in the country was hit. 
The facilities of the Marlins and the Guardians were also robbed recently. Um, John Moseliak, the president of the Cardinals, said that uh, the staff and players were shaken by the oh, robbery that happened man. there. Of course, the Padres have uh, you know one of the top facilities there in the Dominican. And remember, I know you're thinking, well, it's just a baseball field. What are they hitting? This is they live they train they work you know they are educated there's classrooms there's it's more than just it's like a dorm <laughs> yeah it's more than just a couple of baseball fields it's a full complex with living quarters and uh, a lot more than just you know a pitching mound and a dugout yeah they're not stealing bases no. or or gloves and stuff um not ruben rivera yeah. you know what i mean they're actually <laughs> Yeah, they're probably grabbing yeah, these wallets. Are, these and are real. Yeah, these are real If anybody doesn't know the Ruben Rivera reference, yeah. he was Look exposed. Who who ratted him out? I don't remember. I don't, remember I don't know who ratted, ratted him out. out. But he who's who's he was stealing take? Jeter stuff? Jeter like, yeah. jerseys, yeah, just pulling them out of the hamper in the locker room and selling them. <laughs> this was after his time with the Padres. Oh my lord. <laughs> That's Derek Jeter's glove. I'm going to put this um, on eBay. I've got to imagine that the Padres, you know, beefing up security. Sure. Obviously, they have video cameras and are coordinating with the authorities in the Dominican Republic trying to uh, to find all the culprits and end this reign of crime going on at the Major League Baseball facilities. But someone had an idea. Hey, let's go rob all these places. And they've yeah. just been hitting them one after another. Well, I, I, this one I didn't want to do. You're doing it. Because I, the, the Travis Kelsey and so, Taylor Swift, yeah, I mean, you're, against, you've got fatigue of Travis Kelsey and I Taylor get, Swift. Now, listen, to be fair, I get fatigued pretty easy. I, I don't do. know if this is a don't do this or a do. I mean, do I'm this. fatigued. Yeah, so. Paulie likes Taylor Swift, and he's fatigued. <laughs> I mean, it's so this is more of a Travis Kelsey story, but apparently, so apparently, he lived in kind of a normal yeah. house in a normal neighborhood <laughs> in Kansas City, and has for several years, but. It's become untenable because <laughs> the paparazzi are constantly like camped out, Mike, and it's can just you move a pu- car. It's, pub- get out. it's a public street. It's like you know when uh, you know Hugh Grant walks out of his apartment in Notting Hill, and they're all there to catch yeah. a glimpse of Julia Roberts. They're hoping like Taylor Swift spent the night, and they're going to catch a glimpse of her coming out of his house. So this has become you know a, a big problem for him and the neighbors and everything. So he went and. He bought a new $6 million house in a gated private Good. neighborhood that's more secluded with Lord. security. So If you can just yeah. wake up on a, on a Wednesday a whim and, and go buy a $6 million house. Why didn't you just have one? Apparently that buys uh, more in Kansas City than it does here in California. Because this, well, this is an estate. The I rumor mean. about Kelsey is that he's notoriously cheap. Like His ex-girlfriend was like, bro, I had to pay for dinner. Like He's a cheap, <laughs> cheap turd. And so here's the other part of that story. The guy's in every single commercial well, and on the air right so now. So maybe, maybe it's because of the paparazzi. Maybe it's because Taylor Swift walked in and said, why do you have a TV on a milk crate? I cannot stay here. I need a little bit more uh, luxury. Luxury. Uh, in my you life. you want to be in a grown-up relationship, you, you have to have a grown-up living space. Yes. You have like a, a American flag taped to your wall, like what? Picturing Sammy Levitt's old yes. apartment with a beach chair right. and a box on a, and a yeah. TV. Yeah, lean cuisine packages <laughs> strewn about. Um, that's the other theory, but yeah, I'm, I am a little fatigued. I wish them well. I think they are a beautiful couple, a beautiful couple. They seem to be uh, getting along quite famously, so good for them. But holy cow! It, we we like to beat stuff into the ground. Guys, um, guys made forty seven million dollars. Well, yeah. man, it's not well, like seventy seven. It's Polly. not like when you buy an expensive house, you're lighting it on fire. That's an investment sure. that generally rises in value. Sure. That's smart. That's being smart with your money as well. I'm I'm so. 
I don't know, $6 million houses in Kansas City are that great of an investment, but whatever. I, what a six mil get you in Kansas City? Yeah, this house is 75,000 square gets you feet. A pretty sick house in San Diego, so I can't even imagine yeah. Yeah, what it gets you. It gets you a nice condo downtown <laughs> overlooking the ballpark, sure. I mean, you feel like maybe like a one and a half. I mean, it's got to be like a $15 million house oh, here at least. I, oh, I at will least. promise you. With, maybe more. With the Taylor Swift news now, that every detail of that house will be out yeah. by the end of the day. Yeah, no doubt. There's no shortage of interest in anything she's even Touched you know, remotely, remotely related to. Uh, this is a great do-do this, you guys. D.D. Mega Doo-Doo. Our pal uh, Darnay Tripp yesterday tweeted, Lamont Butler on turning down six to seven figure NIL deals to stay at SDSU. His quote was, Lamont Butler, uh, Aztecs, Ultimately, I wanted to be here in San Diego. I've already had a great career career here. I wanted to finish it out here. Those numbers were hard to pass up, but for the right school, for the right people, I did. Now, I, I think that is, number one, um, speaks very highly of his character. The... Wanting to finish what you started it goes a long way with people. Conversely, I am also of the opinion you should cat you strike while the iron's hot. You know, right. I'm not teammate Keyshawn Johnson left for reportedly six figure yeah. nil deal at Arizona. Yeah, and I don't blame him for that in the slightest. I think you know your window of earning uh, when you're an athlete like that is, is so small that you you take what you can get. I just did. I thought it was a really refreshing thing, but it did. Pop into my head. Now we are uh, we've sponsored athletes from San Diego State before, yeah. and I we did, have a long and rich history of doing very, it. Yeah. Yes, I, we have a. Um, I would say it's a history. I would right. say it's a rich no. history. We sponsored short uh, and poor history. Short I guess, and poor, would be more accurate. But we sponsored our beloved Steve Sugimoto, a uh, golfer for the San Diego State Aztecs, and I. I did tweet last night. I wonder if Lamont Butler would like the Ben and Woods NIL deal. I'm happy to offer that this morning. To Lamont Butler, uh, his dad saw it, retweeted it last night. So I think maybe the wheels are greased in motion. What you get out of that is you're going to get some merch, yep. hundred dollars a month, and you can do with that hundred dollars whatever you want. You right? know what? We'll do one hundred and fifty. I'm, I'm in. Paul's right. in for fifty two. So fifty fifty fifty. It's Lamont Butler. I mean, yeah. Yeah, what, oh, yeah. what a great. I mean, he got him hanging right there on the yeah. wall. We only do. <laughs> it's got to be the right character. The right athlete, and we've we've been really lucky. Steve Sugimoto is a fabulous representative of the Ben and Woods brand. Best ambassador you could have dreamed. One hundred percent. He wore some uh, Ben and Woods merch in some of yep. his events before. So I think with Lamont, uh, this is definitely something I'm I'm interested in doing. Hey, and I know uh, they need you to wear that Nike warm up jacket. How do we the final four? How We're going to we, have to get you a Ben and Woods. One. How do we do it? How do we reach out to Lamont Butler? Paulie, will you reach out to his dad today and let him know? We're definitely interested yeah. in doing sure. it. Like we, Unofficially and probably we illegally, like we do everything show, else. Right? We had his dad on the show. After, yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, after he, the buzzer beater. I mean, what college kid couldn't use a fresh extra 150 bucks? You know? So uh, happy to take care of him <laughs> and uh, would love to invite him to accept our... Yeah, we have to do this right, though, because the last thing we want is to, like... Somehow do it wrong, and he ends up suspended for you know part of the season because he accepted a you know under the table nil deal that didn't go through the proper channels. Well, it's not under the table. It's, I'm is making it, we're it making public. it over the table. Yeah, this yeah. is over the table. You get a piece of paper and some yeah, crayons. Yeah, does it have to go through like the nil collective or whatever? We were a bit loose with our Steve Sugimoto sponsorship. We got our for hands sure. slapped a couple of times. <laughs> All right. I mean, I don't, I don't know why people would want to. Imagine he's he's like not eligible for the tournament or yeah. something. <laughs> it's our fault. 
could could backfire on us there, Woods. <laughs> but I like your thinking, though. I really do. And if he wants to join us, we'll certainly send him merch. Oh, yeah. yeah Any, I mean, all I'm, the merch he wants, he can have. Ben and Woods merch is, love, is his. I would love to be... You know, I'd love to have him as our next. I mean, nothing uh, thrills us more than seeing Skip Schumacher wearing Ben and Woods yep. merch. I would love to see Lamont Butler wearing Ben and Woods merch. I just started laughing thinking about. I won't name names, but you guys remember when Steve Sugimoto told us guys on the football team were like jealous, yeah, and like asking him, like, "Whoa, whoa you got an NIL deal? I don't have an NIL deal." <laughs> yeah, and he's like, "Settle down, guys. hundred bucks a month." Yeah, and I ben want, usually doesn't pay. I want to get that uh, done. So let's try to get that done. That'd I'd love. To, he'd be a. He'd been. He'd be a fantastic, fantastic representative. And that is don't and do do this for a Thursday. That was don't do this with Ben and Woods on ninety seven three. The fan. I mean, that shot. That's that's a Mount Rushmore oh, moment yeah. in San Diego, San Diego sports, sports right? history, right there, buddy. I would love to have him. We uh, we interviewed him yesterday as well. He's a good kid. I mean, he's handling. I think he's handling. The new fame, the attention, extremely well. Really good attitude. Still going to be one of the top defensive players, obviously. Works hard. Uh, really good kid. And uh, hopefully they have another really good season coming up here. And you hope now you know, he parlays this into a nice uh, career and, and can actually make some money, knowing it's, it's a gamble. You know, you turn yeah. down money that you could have had now you know? for later. Uh, Pulls his name from the draft. Caleb Williams, like, yeah. that's now an option. You can stay another year and sure. not feel... Yeah. You're not going to get the same amount of money, but it ain't nothing. Yeah, it's I mean, nothing. he can say right now, I'd like partial ownership of an NBA team for whatever team drafts me. I don't know that it's going to happen. Ask for the you, can, you can say that. <laughs> I keep asking every contract for a three-hour show and I keep getting get rejected. I asked for it. ownership in Odyssey with our new contract. I didn't get that. I don't know that you want. All right, when we come back, <laughs> Padres uh, fans. Quite smart. We just talked about it. He's not even a, a Gold Glove finalist. The metrics say he's actually a pretty middle-of-the-pack center fielder. So... What is Trent Grisham's value, and what should the Padres do about their center field position next season? Let's talk about it a little bit more when we come back with Bennett Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. The uh, saying go, Trent Grisham is a bit of a mystery wrapped inside of a puzzle, an inside enigma. of an enigma. <laughs> yes. yes. Trying to figure out what what is his value? What do the numbers mean? Is he a, is he a great defensive center fielder? Is he just a mediocre defensive center fielder? I mean, why is he? Why are his offensive numbers actually pretty good when you look at some of his stat cast sliders? Obviously, he doesn't chase. He's got things going for him that yes. are very positive. He has some tools that you look at and say, and it's so easy. And a guy already hit me this morning. He said, you're high. He struck out this many times. He doesn't barrel the ball. And I just posted a stat cast. I said, actually, his barrel rate's pretty good. You know, it's it's pretty good when he when he hits it. Um, you know, he catches some barrels. And so he just remains that that target. And I do think it's an easy target. And I think it's an easy target. And I think I don't think you're wrong if you're like Trent Grisham needs to go. I'm not going to sit and argue that he's, you know, an elite player that just needs to find his way. We argued that the last couple of years. We did. <laughs> it didn't work out See, so me, well. The thing with Grisham, like maybe more than any other player in baseball, and I'm not big on defensive metrics. I just don't understand them as much as I do offensively as far as the advanced numbers go. But with Trent Grisham, the eyeballs and the advanced metrics tell me two completely different stories. I agree, and I, I have said it before. If you're a pitcher and Trent Grisham's in center field, you feel really good. You do. You feel like he's going to get to balls. You feel like he's going to make the spectacular catches, and you feel like he's going to make the like routine Eyeball play. test and just thinking about it, I'm like, oh, Grisham's coming up in the eighth inning. That's a, that's a K. Well, let's K talk K about this because even the metrics tell kind of different stories when it comes to Trent Grisham. We'll get into that, what the Padres should do about their center field position next season. You can call us if you want, 833-288-0973. We'll get to all of that right after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. From the 97.3 The Fan Traffic Center, here's Kelly Danik. Got an accident now on westbound at 52. This is near the 805. It's blocking the right lane. You still have this crash blocking the right lane on westbound King Freeway near 25th Street. Now westbound 54 near the 805. An accident blocking the right lane. Crash is cleared on south on 163 near the 5. Watch out for a little residual slowing heading through Balboa Park. And Kelly Danik with Denver Woods, San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. So when I'm looking here at thefieldingbible.com and their defensive run saved leaderboard in center field, you have to go... So far down the list, I mean, 50 players down to find Trent Grisham. He has one, the same as Joey Gallo in center field this that, year. That's staggering. One defensive run saved in center field. Same as Joey Gallo. But, as you said, if you look at outs above average and his stat cast slider, he's, what, 93rd? Percent? His range well, in okay. fielding is 93. Okay. His slider great, is 93. He doesn't great have, range. doesn't have a great arm, doesn't have great arm strength. Um, his fielding run value is 86 on the slider page. I'm not, not exactly sure what all of these mean at the end of the day, 
But like Paulie said, like somebody just said in the chat, I always say, this guy says, I look at Grisham and say, Trent sucks. Then he makes a spectacular catch. I go, oh, he's great. Um, Jake says he lacks defensive fundamentals. He uses amazing talent to overcome the same. You know, I just, I, I don't know. I, I feel the same way as Tim does where I'm like, I always feel comfortable with him in the field. Always. I just do. And I feel like I if, do too. if Michael Walker, you know, gives up a ball that's hit center field, I'm like, that's an out. But Trent's do, gonna be there. Do most pitchers and teams on the major league level feel pretty comfortable with their point. center field? Is there anybody in baseball him? where you're like the ball is hit to him, you're like, there's no chance. He's got no chance at catching that. Not I mean not really. The routine fly balls are well, there's some corner outfielders that are all right, this is gonna be a, an adventure out here. But in terms of center fielders on the major league level, yeah, there's there's some differences, but I think for the most part, every team, almost every day, puts out a a very solid defensive player in center field. I feel like it's such a thin line separating the top five starting center fielders from the bottom five well, starting listen, center fielders at the end, defensively. At the end of the day, in Major League Baseball, you've got to be great at something if you want to be on the team. Now, the, the general consensus for me, and I think us last year, was... Going into spring training, man, we're really encouraged by what we saw in the playoffs, um, you know, in the first couple series, right? Really encouraged by that, if he could just get it going. Then got off to a, a pretty horrendous start, and you think to yourself, it's fine. We've got Tatis, Manny, Bogarts, Soto, Cronenworth. we got these guys, you don't, if, as long as you stay great in center field, who cares what your nine-hole hitter does? Play electric, fantastic, perfect defense, and nobody cares. There are... Catchers that that have that you know being strong up the middle, you got to be great at something, defense or offense. Pick one. You know it'd be great if everyone was phenomenal at both. They're not. So what do you want from Trent Grisham? He has an elite walk rate. He has an elite chase rate. His barrel rate's pretty good, better than average. Why won't it click? Why won't it click? And now you know you're telling me that the defensive metrics have suffered. It's tough. It's it's you know our boy baseball Nick said in the chat it's hard. It was hard being a Trent Grisham defender this year, and I, I agree. I think that there's a, a a lot of talent there. I don't know what it takes to unlock. Well, it. I think from a fan perspective, and I'll count myself among that, and I think you guys will as well. For some reason, there's nothing more infuriating as a fan than watching a guy strike out looking, especially when there's runners on base and it looks like a pretty good pitch to hit. And I know it happens to every player, but it happens to Trent Grisham a lot. He strikes out looking a lot. And I, maybe that goes back to our Little League days and our dad yelling in our, in our ear, hey, you got to be ready to swing up there. You know, you can't, you can't just look at those pitches. Those are good pitches to hit. You got to be ready to swing. I mean, you're a baseball player. You know, don't just be looking for a walk up there. And sometimes, a lot of the time, it looks like Trent Grisham is going up Hoping to be walked when he gets in uh, his his spurts of of you know playing good and and barreling the ball to the opposite field and and going hard up the middle, um, he's aggressive. Yeah, he had a lot of doubles yeah, this year. He's aggressive. His, his strangely enough, his offensive numbers actually went up. Uh, I'm the, not surprised. They were they were horrendous in 2022. They were. Yeah, OBP was up, <laughs> slugging was up, OPS was up, homers were down by four. Uh, stole more bags this year. It's just tough, man. I, I I do look at it and say, had the 
it wouldn't be so glaring if if other guys pulled their weight. But again, I do go back to if his defense is not what it was and is not getting better, then I don't know why why you keep him. But also, you're not you're not like you're going to be able to flip him for a. Well, what three or four what, starters? What are just, the in-house options? First of all, we know the Padres don't have a ton of money to go out and spend. So, what are the in-house options? If you did want to make a change, you could save a little bit of money by, you know, not extending Trent Grisham in arbitration or extending it to him and but finding a trade partner. You could move Fernando Tatis Jr. to center field. That comes with both some intriguing possibilities and. You know, some obviously trouble as well. I mean, he did so well in right field. You're going to move him again after he just showed himself to potentially be the best right fielder in the game? Yeah. Do you really want to move him and have him go through another adjustment period next season? If they move Tatis, and I have been thinking for a while he's the center fielder of the future, if you move him, he's done. you got to leave him. You're done. you got to leave him in center. All right? He's not playing first base next year. We're not going to try him at catching in 2026. I mean, like, ask him, ask him what he wants to do, obviously. If he's like, no, There's I no totally, doubt in my mind he could do I it. totally want to play center field. And you're thinking, well, we do need a center fielder. And he's like, no, please, I'd rather play center field. Then fine, I'm, I'm okay with it. But if he expresses even the hint of like, <laughs> I don't know, I'm pretty comfortable out here and right now, and it would be nice to settle in for a season or two if I'm going to be an outfielder. That's tough to ask him to make that change. I get it. Do what the team needs. And Woods, you've been saying that over and over again. Do whatever the team needs. But at some point, you have to look at a player's best interest and go, it's in the team's best interest to make this player as comfortable and successful as possible in the long run. How big of a change is it I don't really know. for an elite athlete like Tatis to move from right to center? Big. I mean, not as right. big as moving I mean, from short to right. Soto just moved from right to left. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, I mean, it happens. Soto's not. He was better in left. I thought. Yeah, he was I mean, Gold Glove nominee. Yeah, last but year. he was better in left, <laughs> and he's not even close to being a nominee this year. That's why I know nothing when the Gold Glove. I'm I not don't taking get it. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Hey, guess what? You're playing short next week. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, like Drew says, is asking seven to nine hole hitters to hit. Above two thirty, too much to ask for. I didn't think so. I, I didn't think so. You can't. I mean, the Mendoza line is a dream for Trent Grisham. It's a dream. What's the Mendoza line? Two twenty. That's a dream for him. He's, I mean, with he his OBP, that's close. With this his OBP, attack that's on a that's a good player right there. Probably it's not an attack on Grisham. He's just the the topic of the day right now. Well, but like championship teams don't have sub-200 hitters in their lineup. We've been saying this for a couple of years, though. You know, oh, if like Trent Fresh be just hit 230, he'd be really valuable player. But he doesn't hit 230. That's the problem. And even if he did, is he so is he adding hits at the expense of strikeouts or is he adding hits at the expense of walks? Because if he gets 15 more singles next year and hits 230 but then walks 15 fewer times, not really that much added value. It's the same OBP. Yeah, maybe you drive in a run or two more, but it depends. It's how those how that extra batting average comes about is important as well when you're looking at what kind of improved player. So, all right, let's say Tatis moves to center. He just said he wants to stay in right, though. Okay, then then you have any in house options? I mean, do you think about trying Jackson Merrill out in center field? <laughs> I mean, you don't have a lot of great choices, and there's not like. Center fielders are going to be cheap on the open market. You've got to spend your money on pitching this offseason, not center field. Let's just go get Mike Trout. 
I, I honestly don't know what to do. Mendoza, let me say the Mendoza line's 200. It is. Is that right? I thought it was 220. No, no it's 200. No, it's oh, well, 200. He's not, he didn't hit 200 either. So I was like, I thought you were a little mean. We're like, he's not even anywhere near 200. 198 and 184 the last two yeah. years. I mean, 2021. He uh, had, maybe we need to update. Mario Mendoza played in the 1980s, 70s, 80s, I want to say. Yeah. Maybe it's time oh, to get suck. someone from this half century. I think we know who it would be. <laughs> that would be terrible. Nobody wants that. That's the Grisham line now. Like, oh, my God. And he says yes to Jackson Merrill in center. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know I mean, enough about Jackson Theoretically, it, it's, it's a dream. You know, if you don't have a place to play, one of your top prospects, he's athletic, he's young, you do it now. But you have no idea how that's going to play out in reality. No. Yeah, maybe he makes the adjustment, but what if it, it impacts his you know hitting? These are young players. It's hard to make the jump to Major League Baseball to begin with. Now you're doing that and making a position change at the same time and really expecting him to be a a solid contributing member of your starting lineup on offense at the same time, that's asking a lot out of a kid who's, what, 22 years old? You'd hate to get rid of Grisham to replace him with Grisham. <laughs> right, <laughs> you know but not mean? as good defensively. Right, exactly. Which is an absolute concern when you get rid of Grisham and you don't have anything to replace him with other than Tatis moving over, and we've talked about the issues with that. Then you're not better off just has, by getting rid of Trent Grisham. He has not had a ton of reps. He has not had a ton of work in center field. The work that he has have has had in center field for Tatis has not looked great. So, you know, but again, he, he didn't look great early in spring training in right field, and he's nominated for a gold glove. We'll probably How much did we see him glove. out there last year? We saw him when he was trying to come back. Yeah, I mean, he played out a few games out there. In a few games, uh, it didn't look great, but you no. know, listen, it's a new position, and you put in the work in the off season. They just got to figure it out. They got to figure out what what guys are going to play where. I told you, my dream has always been for Crony to move to left field and put Tatis in center and put Soto back in right and and roll. Get Crony swinging the bat uh, better. I think Cronenworth will be a fine left fielder. I've been saying it for four years. Um, he looks like a left fielder to me. He's been willing to move. Will that hurt his offense? I don't know how you could hurt it any more than you did this year. Um, but at some point, guys are going to need to find semi-homes, and it's nice to be able to move guys around when you need to, but they're going to need to find some solid positions and, and move forward. If you Toddy, wanna... Toddy has 12 games in center field, yeah. 7 in 2021, 5 this last season. If you want to join us, we got some callers on the line. I don't want to go into anyone right now because we're up against the top of the hour, but we can when we come back. 833-288-0973. I remember when they first signed him, there was thoughts that, that Hassan Kim yeah. could be moved to <laughs> the, the outfield. outfield. Now it feels like he's much too valuable. Yeah as a top defensive infielder to ever consider that. But I think your Jake Cronenworth idea is absolutely 100% valid. 100% valid. I mean, Jake should be a Chris Taylor, you know, Mookie. If Mookie Betts can go between the outfield and the infield, I I think that Jake Cronenworth can do that for the San Diego Padres. I agree. And, and Jake needs to build some value back for this team. He had a really bad season. And this is something that I think he could do that would add value to his role with the San Diego Padres for next year. And I, I, I mean, I don't see any reason why he would be against it. I mean, he's, he's, his stat cast sliders are way worse than Trent Grisham's. And I mean, way worse. Uh, his whiff rate's good. Other than that, everything is, his K rate's okay. Other than that, man, barrels, way down. Hard hit, way down. Exit velo, way down. I mean, it was a bad, 
bad year for Jake Cronenworth last year. So, uh, yeah, so he, give Trent Grisham a seven year extension. And but we're, that's we're the thing is, go. like, is everyone saying, well, look, everyone's like, just hit 230. Guess what Cronenworth hit last year? 229. So, I mean, that's what we want out of Grisham. Um, it's just not not close right now. But Grisham hits the ball harder right, right now than hits Jake Cronenworth yeah, does. That's exactly right. Oof. All right. Well, we, we got our thoughts. Let's get yours coming up when we return. Second two hours of Ben and Woods, 833-288-0973. Don't go anywhere on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.